Alright guys, welcome back to Game and Compute. Um, here we are still talking about a lot of ways to improve and even just find ideas about your side hustle. Um, get that cash when you can, where you can. Um, so there's some things I want to talk about again. I know I'm always saying there's some things I want to talk about, but um, there are. So here goes. So... Um, so I want to talk about the stimulus update again. So this is maybe my third time recording a stimulus update and I finally have something to report because I finally got my stimulus money. And so let me tell you how my process went. I think, um, I'm sorry if I'm wrestling around. I'm kind of looking through my wallet right now. I'm trying to find, let me see. I'm trying to find the receipt of the balance for my for my stimulus and so um because i want to give you guys the exact details of what my process was just sorry i didn't organize this first before i started recording um okay guys so i got my stimulus money yesterday yesterday's date was february 5th of 2021 sorry I almost forgot the year um and so I was able to just I got it in the mail and it came as a let's see it's a visa debit card it came in an envelope hold on alright guys so with this economic impact payment or stimulus check the second round i got mine on a card and it's a visa card with some stars on it six hundred dollars was already preloaded on there all i really needed to do was go on to or call the number that was on the card uh put in a pin number that i made myself and then um it told me the balance was $600. So I went to a gas station um, where that's the first purchase I made. I went into the ATM um, inside the gas station and I printed out a balance, you know, the little balance sheet. And it said $59.75, sorry, $599.75. Um, so I'm not sure if they took out 25 cents. It didn't say anything about that on there, um, on the machine. It only had a fee for, um, actual drawing money. So, um, that's one thing that I found interesting is that, um, note. I'm not sure if it has $600 or $599.75. Um, maybe the machine took out 25 cents for printing, um, that's very possible. And then maybe another $2.50 when I withdrew. I think I withdrew $200 straight out of the ATM. Um, so that's something um, that, you know, I didn't do anything. Um, I I was actually told that if you didn't get 
by January 15th of 2021, if you did not get your economic impact payment slash stimulus money yet, then when you file your taxes, you can file them early. You know, you can start in January filing your taxes from 2020 and on line 30, there's an option to put that you didn't get your stimulus. And so you can use that option to apply and you're supposed to get your stimulus money that way. So my card came preloaded, had my first and last name already even on it. It came with paper, like it looked like, you know, those, um, like when you get a credit card, like a basic credit card in the mail, or even like an advertisement for a credit card that's like, oh, you qualify for this call and see if you qualify. And this is your temporary card kind of version of the thing. Um, it looked like that. Um, it looked like one of those and I live with other people. So I'm not always the only one who gets the mail. Other people get the mail sometimes too. And what happened was on, um, Thursday. So that was yesterday, February 4th of 2021. Um, one of my housemates was like knocking on my door and was saying my name, like Grace, you know, just like, not like being obnoxious, but they were just like alerting me that they were sticking mail. They kind of stick it between like the door, you know? Um, so they're not opening my door, but they kind of stick it in the door so that when I open the door, the, the paper mail just falls, um, you know, and they only do that when it's something important. And so I, I honestly think if they would not have put that in my door, I may have easily overlooked it. Um, I don't know if I would have definitely overlooked it, but I think it's easy to overlook something like that, especially if you're used to commonly getting those weird pieces of mail. Um, a lot of us find them annoying. And if you didn't recently apply for a credit card, you might not want one. And I usually don't even open those things. I usually just throw them out. So um, I have not heard of anybody getting a paycheck. I've heard of people getting money... Um, and I'm not sure if they have the checks like last time. I Maybe just I haven't heard of anyone getting one like that. But I heard of somebody getting the money automatically deposited into a certain account. Like if they had like an account, like a green dot account or some kind of an account that's like linked to like disability funds or something like that. I heard of somebody uh, or like some kind of government fund money. I've heard of people getting their money um, that way automatically deposited. Um, I'm not 100% sure if it was the first stimulus or the second, um, but they gave it on a card and it had like, it was almost kind of like a little American flag theme, but it didn't look like a red, white, and blue flag. It was mostly a blue card with some hint at like reddish, whitish little stars. Um, and it had my name on it and it was ready to use. Um, it had a chip. It's a chip card. Um, and it, it's a Visa debit, basically. Um, you cannot reload it. So um, that's one thing to notice if you try to take it in somewhere and like um, load it or something that's not going to work out. Um, um, you can use it at an ATM. It made some mention in the paperwork about, you know, you can transfer funds off of that card into your bank or, uh, wire transfers, or, you know, you can use it how you want. I just think you can't load onto the card. Um, and it's not a credit card. Um, 
So yeah, there were other some there were some other in, uh, pieces of information on there too. I'll put it in the notes, but um, like in the description area. But yeah, I mean, they said on the website that mine was sent January sixth, so it took almost February sixth is is about to be a whole month from the time when they sent it. So twenty eight days afterwards. Um, that's a long length of time. Hmm. So 28 whole days afterwards, I finally got mine. Um, but yeah, guys. So I was about to file my taxes this weekend. I was like, shoot, I've been waiting. It's probably not coming. Let me just file my taxes. I have the paperwork. I was about to like try and see if they had one of those like kiosks at the mall or something where they do it for free. Um, but yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit um about this second stimulus kind of my plans for it um mm. so i tend to like to do a good deed with any free money that i get cuz i consider it a blessing um i literally was like saying like praises to god um for some people that might sound weird but i mean I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is just, it's free money from the government, you know? So, that's not something that happens often. And just the timing with it, if you guys kind of knew what was going on in my life, just the timing with it was, like, pretty dang convenient for me. Um, So, I was very pleased with that. But, um... Yeah, you guys. Um, I do have plans for the funds, uh, $600 is quite a lot of money. Um, I've only spent it so far on a couple meals. Um, went out once, bought some medicinal related things. And then other than that, um, I haven't done anything, uh, with it. So... I'm planning on saving as much of it as I can um, for something specific. So I'm going to put, I'm working on putting $300 into some upcoming projects. So I would say that the 300 is going to go into purchases, um, so I'll explain more, but right now I mostly work on um, some kind of uh, like reselling. So I'm repairing a laptop. If I need parts for it, um, I'll buy parts and I'm repairing it to resell. And then I'm also repairing... Well, I didn't purchase it yet, but I'm looking at some iPhones online to repair. So, if I'm able to get those um, phones by purchase, then I'll definitely repair them and then resell them. Um, so, here's a tip for this episode, if I haven't said it already... Um, right now, tracking trends is hard, right? I'll give you two ways to track trends 
that can be very helpful for you. Um, so I know that whenever people hear AliExpress, it's kind of one of those things that's like, ah, I don't want to talk about AliExpress. But let me just say, just please listen, okay? So AliExpress does have some data points about what's selling. It shows a lot of average price ranges across a lot of products that are that are usually manufactured quite similarly, right? So for example, I was looking at rollerblades, inline skates, right? Um, a certain type of inline skates. They had the same, like different colors, but the same overall shell with a little bit of different um, hardware and like, it was a little different looking, um, but they had like probably at least six or more companies selling those. It shows how many sales are made. You can see where it's shipping from the most often, which price ranges people are willing to pay. I thought they were super cheap because I saw them between 40 and like 60 something dollars. And then once I realized, like, I was like, that seems really cheap for something that seems so good. And then I saw that like the shipping was another like 40 or something dollars. So they were on average about a hundred ish dollars um, shipped from China or branded shipped from the US or shipped from Korea, shipped from all kinds of countries. But people made their own brands out of these rollerblades. And you can see that they sell really well. Right now, um, you know, it's still COVID times. And so people are out there, um, you know, trying to get their hustle on. But also beginning of the year, they're working on their health. And, um, outdoor sports, you know, it kind of gets people out. People are kind of reverting back to some sporting activities that they've loved before. That they maybe fell out of for even decades by now. Um, I don't know where you live. I know in New York, rollerblades seem to have made a comeback. Where I live, roller skates seem to have made a comeback over here on the West Coast. Um, I can't speak to any other areas of the world. But I, I think over summer, things like paddleboards sold out, bicycles sold out, um, camping gear was selling out, things like that. And so AliExpress is a good place to look to just do research on what's selling, who's buying what how many things sold in that week, um, what the price ranges look like, what it looks like if it's branded versus not branded. Um, you can build a whole brand over some out of something that's already doing well. Um, so that's something that's pretty cool. Um, so AliExpress is a good way to kind of research things um, just so that, you know, like I've mentioned before, you don't want to, you know, when you have money, you're trying to invest in a project, you don't want to just go and like, oh, let me buy a bunch of stuff and then sell it again or resell it. You know, it's like you might lose a lot of money that way. Um, it's good to think first, what is the minimum amount of profit I'm wanting to make? And then use that number to search for products. I tend to look towards products that are motivational towards me. So I tend to like electronics because it's something that's technological. I can learn about it. Um, I do like sports equipment too. But just with the sizing and stuff, it gets to be a lot. And also, I don't have a whole lot of space for I, where I can like store things if it doesn't sell. So I tend to pick smaller things that can like sit in my car for a while in the trunk or sit in my bedroom in a, in a little corner in the closet or something like that so it's not in the way and I'm not like tripping all over it and like breaking it or losing it and stuff um 
I don't want something sitting there. Um, and another tip, um, the second tip I would give, let's make this a double tip um, clip. Um, I like the way that sounds, a double tip clip. Um, Mercari. So I don't know if I'm even pronouncing it correctly, but Mercari or Mercari, um, that app. So the app actually has something cool on there which if you play around with the filters it's say if you're just using it on like your smartphone and you're playing around with the features check out the portion that says sold right because a lot of times when you're say if i so searched again for rollerblades right and then i go down and i see what you know i keep scrolling scrolling then eventually it comes to a section of all the items that sold right and it shows when they sold and it shows how much they sold for. And it shows you kind of say you would want to you could see like what sizes, what brands, what um, types of rollerblades are selling. And if you're able to shop around for those, maybe play it again, sports or some kind of used sports store or offer up when, when you're buying stuff from other people. I mean, be careful with, you know health precautions and things like that obviously I shouldn't even say it you know I feel like I shouldn't even waste time mentioning that but be careful if you're buying stuff that you can't tell if it's sanitized and you're encountering people in person you don't know the people um you can screen them yourself and say hey you know and you ask them the screen questions have you been in contact with anybody outside of the country who's traveled who's you know been in in you know the presence of somebody with the virus or who's getting tested for the virus who thinks they have symptoms do you have symptoms i mean i know maybe it's intrusive and maybe it's disrespectful but it depends on your comfort levels you don't want to contract um a communicable kind of uh virus from uh something like you're just trying to like do your thing and like get some funds and you know like work on your projects and side hustles and side business and stuff um or even your small business um and then unfortunately run into the virus along the way from something that could be easily maybe not easily but it can be avoided if the other person is going to be honest and they're like look you know you know you can at least you know have them sanitize something or you know, like you can you can take the precautions you need if you're sure that that somebody might be more risky. If you're if they're if they can assure you that they're not at risk or if there's no reason to think they're at risk, then fine, you know. But I mean, who's to say if something gets shipped to you, it's any safer, right? Um, I don't really know the rules between all these things. So um, I don't really know how this virus really, really works. But I'm just saying, like, I know there's a lot of discomfort around meeting strangers in person and exchanging items, exchanging money, being in the same, you know, area. You can do, like, six feet. Like, I had somebody once, um, I was handing them, I was giving them, like, a bag, like, groceries of food. And so I was dropping it off to them and I left it, you know, I saw them like at their door drop walkway and they saw me at my car and then I parked my car, walked over, dropped the bag of food, not dropped, but left the bag of food um, within a six feet distance of them, walked back to my car. Then they walked over to the food and picked it up. That was their comfort. They mentioned that's what they wanted to do. So, I mean, it's good to be respectful for yourself, respectful to the other person. And you're just trying to, they're trying to make a sale. You're trying to, you know, make a purchase. That's all it really is. It shouldn't have to be some disrespectful thing. You're, 
it's still, you know, it's always good to be polite and kind. But in times like this, when people don't really want to be meeting strangers, it might be on your end, you don't want to meet them. It might be on their end, they don't want to meet you. So that's why I mentioned when I say offer up, a lot of times like offer up and let's go tends to be a lot of picking up stuff from people. Um, when you've agreed you're going to meet in person, you're going to look at the item, inspect the item, test the item. I mean, it's hard to do that. You know, you can wear gloves and everything and make them wear gloves and everything. Um, I, I mean, just do what you can for your own safety and for the safety of others. But, um, I'm not recording this to say that. Like, basically what I'm trying to get at is, um, offer up is a way to actually, get something fast right so say if you are trying to get rollerblades offer up is a way to go quickly um to get them and rollerblades are actually a niche right now that seems to be pretty popping um roller skates too but rollerblades too i live near a skate park and it's pretty packed lately um snowboard gear too winter sports gear but depending where you live, I mean, I'm in Southern California. That's not really like people go up to the mountains and stuff here. I mean, I'm probably going to go up in, a, in about a week or so. But people do go up to the mountains. They snowboard, they ski, they play in the snow, do sledding, whatever. But it's like two, two and a half hours away. Um, and then there are some places maybe like an hour and a half away. But it's not like there's snow unless there's like a storm. Because, you know, Southern California, the sun melts everything. Um... So yeah, so Mercari has this feature that says sold. So what you can actually do is turn on the feature so that you only see the stuff that was sold, right? Um, and then you can inspect or kind of like um, analyze the information on there and see what was sold. And basically you can look at it and say, Hey, this, this item was sold on this day, you know, and it was this type of item and you can kind of categorize. I mean, you don't have to take like ages, but like, look, if it's men's hard shelled inline skates that sold yesterday for 80 bucks and then someone else had the same size nine sold today for 70 bucks and someone else sold one for like 60 bucks today and someone else sold it for like 85 yesterday you you know you're seeing that like okay with size nines of these types of rollerblades even if it's not by brand it's by the type you're already four people already sold them you can look at it to see actually i don't know if you can do this so I know when, if you're going to buy something, if you put it in your cart, but before you purchase it, it says how many people have this in their cart. You can actually see the amount of likes that an item got um, and views that an item got. I think you can see the views of other people's. Um, so I think when you're looking at the ones that were sold, you can see how many people were viewing it, how many people actually liked it. When you like something, it kind of saves the updated information for you so say if i liked a pair of men's size 9 rollerblades that were blue and k2 brand or whatever and i saw them and i was like okay like i'm gonna like this and what it does is it'll alert me like say if the if the seller kind of drops the price from 85 bucks to 83 bucks or something it'll alert me hey like the price dropped or something like it kind of tells you if someone else bought it it tells you a lot of more information and so i might want that 
Um, but yeah, I think it's just really important to not waste. And I would just, you know, caution against not knowing what you purchase. And one way to do simple research, honestly, is just that looking at the apps, looking at the features in the apps and gathering what you can. Yes, you can pay a market researcher. Yes, you can spend a whole lot of time. But if you're in a bind and you don't have a lot of time, you can use services like OfferUp to buy something that you think you can flip really quick and tell yourself like, hey, like say if I want to make a $20 profit for these rollerblades and I see I can sell them up to like 60 to 80 dollars and I can try and see if I can get the price down to 40 dollars over there that's a 20 to 40 dollar profit from something you you drove 15 minutes maybe waited it's maybe a 30 45 minute total round trip waiting for the person talking to them you know um paying them the cash and then hopefully sell it um one other method I wouldn't recommend this but another method is posting something before you have it. I would say it's almost like a test method. I mean, I used to do that on eBay back in the day. See how many people will actually bid on something that I knew I was going to have. Like, say if I already bought it and it was kind of like an arbitrage kind of thing. Say if I already purchased it and I knew it was on the way, I might post it just to make sure. Or if I was in the process of purchasing something and I was bidding on it, I might post the same version of it elsewhere to see, hey, how much are people willing to pay for this thing? You know what I mean? Before I actually like cash out or or sorry, before I actually like purchase an item. And so sometimes that can kind of help. Again, it's not 100%. You can't pressure people into buying stuff. You don't want to be harassing them like you said you were going to pay. Um... Yeah, and there are a lot of dishonest people online. There are a lot of there are a lot of people who won't pay you. So Mercari, say if you're reselling something on Mercari, um, you have you know you have to put the tracking. You can see based on the tracking once the item arrives, and some for you to get your money, the buyer has to send you a, send in a rating and send a. Uh, it sends like a notification saying like, okay, they have to rate you high enough and not like have complaints about your item to a point where they're going to request a refund and it has to get approved basically for you to get your money. The second they they do their part on clicking it um, and they can take up to three days, but and before Mercari starts alerting them, it doesn't mean you're definitely going to get your money, but um they can take up to three days with it and sometimes people just don't check back they get the item and you're like i was expecting that 15 bucks for my headphones that i sold and nothing you know so you can't really predict if it was supposed to be you know um 9 p.m you saw you saw that it got delivered to the person um there's nothing you can do sometimes unfortunately guys so um yeah, those are the things that I would say that I totally notice. Um, and you can use those methods. I would say the method of posting something that you don't physically have is almost like going and, you know, taking a gamble on something or, you know, almost like 
using credit before you know where the money is going to come from, you know that you're going to have to pay it anyways. Um, things like that, where it's like you might get yourself in a situation that's even worse get get some low ratings you might get your account frozen you might get some complaints on there and it might freeze some of your money so when you actually are legit selling stuff it might you know you might not have the standing to be able to just get your money right away or whatever it may be it might kind of damage some of the um ease of the process and let me tell you right now guys things are not easy you know, a lot of people are selling stuff because they don't have any money. So they want to sell things to get more money. I mean, I'm not I'm not like bagging on people. I mean, I've done the same thing where it's like, dude, I could use an extra however many dollars, you know, and not want to like rely on my income or rely on some other kind of paycheck or rely on things like that. And like I want it to be extra. So let me sell some stuff that I know isn't being used immediately right now um, and go and like sell it online. And, you know, I've run into that issue before, too, you know, where it's like, you know, you just want to sell some stuff to get some some quick cash. I mean, I'm I'm not one to judge, you know, and then it's another it's another thing to, you know, want to sell something. It's another thing when now you have a competitive market of people selling used things, used equipment, used everything. But the trends are also changing with people being indoors, with it being winter with it being a pandemic, with all the things coming up about, you know, stimulus and like extra money from the government since 2021. Um, there's different like EI, EIDL funds, different small business funds, PPP funds, um, all kinds of economic relief um, money. Um, of course, some of us don't qualify for hardly any of it. Some of us might though. So it's, it's important to look into. There's this guy called Lesko online. I've talked about him before. Lesko tends to have a lot of updated information on that. Um, and there's another lady I follow who's had a lot of information on that too. Things like how to get business credit during COVID, um, different things like this. Um, I'll post it in the show notes in the description below, but, um, yeah, guys, these are just some ideas for you. I want to drop some some of those gems for you so you just kind of know. Um, those are some ways. They're not foolproof ways. They're not 110%. Like, you're definitely going to make a profit. You're definitely going to make a sale if you try any of those three methods. But um, they're definitely methods that can help you um, to at least give you some kind of suggestion or some kind of... Um, way to kind of like speculate what to expect and I would always say you know pilot test if you see that this rollerblade selling really well over here maybe don't go and buy like 600 of them at once even if you can afford it maybe test it maybe buy like 5 6 20 10 like some amount that kind of makes more sense to you um if you're using Amazon marketplace that's a cool thing too um, I think oh, I could be wrong. I still don't want to be wrong saying this, guys, and I apologize if I am. But I believe there's like FBA or something on Amazon where it's it works like your um storage for Amazon. So you don't have to actually like have the items physically on you to resell. Now, I don't know what that works with. 
And I and Amazon, I've noticed they don't really do a lot of used stuff anymore. At least not like they used to. I mean, Amazon used to be almost like eBay or those other stores where you can just buy buy and sell used stuff. I feel like um, Mercari, Let's Go, Offer Up. Those are kind of almost like a used, kind of like a. It's a little higher price ranges from like a garage sale or yard sale um because you are kind of competing with other people so it actually tells you how much you're gonna make uh no sorry it tells you how many people have sold within a certain range of money and so if something's selling you know if you're there's like a line i think it's like a blue line and a red line so if you're in the red line that means that you know it says like you're probably going to be waiting a little bit longer than usual to sell this because it you know people are selling it cheaper which is towards that blue range you also have options of like i think DHL USPS and UPS shipping you have a lot of shipping options um so yeah, check out Mercari, check out OfferUp, let's go. <clears throat> I've mentioned them before. Check out the description below. If you guys like this stuff, go ahead and like it. Go ahead and comment on it. Go ahead and subscribe so you can hear more. Um, Gaming Compute on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor. Check it out, guys. I don't know if we're on anything else, but... um. If we aren't, we'll try and get there. And uh, hopefully I'm going to be able to keep dropping gems. Stay tuned. Trying to give you guys as much knowledge as I can. With it's little bits of information. Sometimes if you just implement them routinely, they'll go a long way. Trust me. I've seen it myself. If you get your stimulus, and I hope you do. If you get it, if you get the economic impact payment. I got to start saying it correctly. Because I guess that's what they call it on the envelope. Um... If you get that money, you know, make a decision now what you want to do with it and spend it the way you want. If you want to make a profit, keep that number in your mind. And per item, you're going to have to itemize, you know, how much product you're going to have to sell to get to that number. So set your goals now, you know, do the research now, do the research about how much cost you're expecting um write it down mathematically if you need to i have notebooks full of stuff which is kind of just my own speculations and notes that go with it and it's kind of like this is what i was thinking sometimes it seems good when you're looking at it you get like maybe that little like rush that little kind of like adrenaline rush and you're like yeah i'm gonna go buy all this stuff and like i was thinking that like like last night when I got the check and I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy all these rollerblades. And I'm like, oh, thank God I kind of slept on it. Thank God I kind of just didn't impulse buy. Sometimes it helps. I started telling myself, put something in the cart for 30 minutes and then think about it. You know, <laughs> don't just like buy immediately. You know, I try not to have that as an option of a button just to buy immediately because unless I'm like in a bid war or something like that man no um yeah also check out liquidation that's a hard site because I think um when you bid you get charged a dollar every time but um even if you lose 
and you have to make an account and it has to be approved and everything so it's not the easiest but if you aren't buying like big crates of stuff and lots and boxes and truckloads of things you can kind of find some gems on on liquidation.com as well um again guys um do the research use aliexpress and use mercury to do the research you can see what's been sold you can see how much if you write it down into categories if you're starting to see trends you know the trends that seem to be doing the best that's kind of where you're gonna look at for the actual potential um again it might be something boring like plastic toothpicks or something i mean like it's hard to get pumped up about certain stuff you're not gonna be like yeah i'm selling toothpicks you know but i mean if it's making you a lot of money that might pump you up <laughs> but sometimes it's more fun to have something that you're like a collector's item that you're learning about or something um you get to kind of learn about it and like say if it's like an action figure from like the 1960s or something and like star wars action figures and stuff or you know spacecrafts from star wars like the first like toys and stuff and like you're trying you're like looking into it like collector's items that stuff is like it's fun to geek out on you know it's fun to listen to other podcasts it's fun to watch youtube videos about people talking about it and just like absorb the information you're learning in the process if you get really good at it and you start selling stuff and you learn a lot about it you can you can blog about it you can podcast about it you can write about it, make some books about it, you know, like keep promoting more and more into what you know. Um, be well rounded and not just like looking for the for the actual money. Uh try to contribute back, you know, to to, you know, the community around you and to people who can, you know, help other people like benefit themselves, um, to kind of see some value in some of the work they're putting in, um, to get like motivated and pumped up about something in life to just kind of like get that adrenaline flowing to kind of just like, it's not all about making money, but I mean, I like the project of it. And to me, making the money is almost like when you're playing a video game and you get to the next level. It's like, I know by the time I get to the boss at the end, the very last final boss, or like even if there is one, and it's just one of those games that continues for series after series, um, maybe there's not really an end to it. Like something like Candy Crush that takes almost ages. You delete it before you beat it kind of thing. Um, but yeah, if it's something along those lines. Um, yeah, it's... It, it can be really rewarding, you know, I, I like the process of learning new skills, learning how to repair certain stuff that I really kind of geek out on, seeing the new technology come out that I'm like, oh, this one has like these touch screens and this cool like sensor fingerprint thing, you know, that the other stuff didn't have and like learning about the technology of like, oh, if that sensor breaks, how do I fix it? You know, iPhones are an easy um, product to learn about. Um, they break all the time too. Like people break them. Let me put it that way. They don't just like break on their own. Uh, but they break, you know, and then people always have certain things they want to replace like the, on the older models, like the, bu the home button or some of the side buttons or the battery is a big one. Uh, the cameras, things like that. If you learn how to repair small things like that, 
I mean, you can buy stuff that people would find almost obsolete and resell it at a pretty decent profit. And like, you know, you'll know how much it resells for. You'll know what's a good price to buy for. You'll know how much is a decent profit when you start looking at the trends. Um, it's all about the trends, guys, sometimes with all this stuff. Uh, but, you know, also keep having fun with it. You know, it's a combination of things. It shouldn't always be about the money. Sometimes it is about the money. We all got to eat. Um, but when you get money, too, you know, it's always good to give back. Financially, if you can, it's always good to give back um in like a valuable way um to a community um just give you know um when you get try to give it just completes that cycle you don't want to just keep getting 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 um you know if you're fat and everybody around you is starving and skinny and you know skin and bones and you're all like plumped up fat well fed it's like that's not going to be fun for too long. You know, you want to share the success, um, share the success with your loved ones. If you don't have loved ones or if you don't want to, you know, if that's not comfortable for you or if you have other preferences, give to charity, give to, you know, give to somebody who you see in front of your eyes that needs the money. Um, I'm not saying like you have to give all your money away. That's up to you. But I mean, if you, if you, you know, don't I think I just think it's best to not get too caught up in the money because that's not very motivating for too long and if it is it's in a way it's like an empty motivation right um that's just my two cents on it all but um well thanks for listening I'm freezing so I'm gonna go back in the house and uh, hopefully this was helpful third recording or so about this second economic impact payment 2021 some people got it very end of 2020 um but they're still coming in i guess if i just got mine in february um so and my friend is trying to get theirs through um filing their taxes and i have a cousin like i said who got his in december of 2020 uh, of 2020 so um yeah guys well thanks for listening bye